Hi there and welcome to another episode of Song in a Chat. Um, here we go, this is called Song for August this week. Uh, it just sort of happened that it popped into my mind as I came in, into my studio tonight. I thought, Song for August, why haven't we done something with that? Are we? Well, it's a song I co-wrote with Mr. Paul Dredge from New Zealand. Eventually. A little surprise a little bit later on in this episode. Because what I did was... Um, Something said, stick your hand in these box of cassettes and pull it out and see what comes up. And there was a version of Song for August was teed up, ready to go, that I'd recorded and written on the piano, completely forgotten all about. And then, you know, Paul and I started writing Song for August. <laughs> it's the wildest thing. Things that go on in this life, I don't know. What are the chances? There was a lot of cassettes in that box. I think it's time to roll the tape. Hang on. Here we go. This is the intro music. And this is the podcast where I endeavour to put you in the shoes of a songwriter. How it feels to write a song? Welcome aboard, everybody. Welcome back. If you're back for another dose, thank you so much. And if it's your first time here, well, hey, if you've arrived at an interesting time, you know. This is the episode, what, 100 and, 199th? Oh, pretty close. All right, enough said about that. That's coming up next week. Can't wait. Um, I said, uh, should we, we should do something with this song I was just talking about, and I mentioned my friend Paul Dredge from New Zealand there. Uh, we did. The, the version you're about to hear of Song for August is a song, a version that we recorded here in Melbourne, because that's where I'm beaming out of all these years later. Um, Paul and I and Marvellous Earl, Pollard on the drums, Pollard on the drums, recorded in... Oh, 2012, I think it was, somewhere, way back, we recorded an album in a, about pretty much a day and a bit and mixed it, as you do when you push it for time. Um, and I'm so pleased we did. It's funny, isn't it, the things that happen? I mean, that's pretty bizarre, finding that tape. I don't know. It's all good. Got my act back together. <laughs> I'll tell you what did do it. It certainly persuaded me to go ahead and, and, and feature a song for August on this episode, when um, when the music's been written by Paul, I've I've tended to ask him for some comments about it. So sorry, Paul, didn't quite get to that. It was totally unexpected. So I'll have a go at putting my shoes and myself in Paul's shoes later on when we listen to the demo. Right now, uh, just days away from a good friends, this loneliness could sky. It was the opening gambit of, of uh, Song for August. I'm in two minds, really. I think what we're going to do is we're going to roll the version that we recorded, Paul and Earl and I, first up. And here we go. Without further ado, Song for August rolling. Hope you enjoy it. Oh, I'm just a fighter 
Okay, so there you go, uh, song for August. I hope you enjoyed it. It was fun. I did. It's great fun listening back to these recordings. I was talking about this with Paul last week. Uh, this particular song. That's why it's kind of maybe that's why it stayed in my head. But it's weird. Seriously, weird that I found that tape. I'll get over it maybe one day. Anyway, um, and this song was one of twelve that I say we recorded um, over the course of really just a couple of sessions. I mean. You know, you feel, when you go into a studio, put your, here you go, put your shoes of being a recording artist for a minute. When you go into the studio and you really want to, got a whole stack of songs you want to record, the first thing that generally happens is you set the drums up. It can take a couple of hours, 
banging, donk, dang, donk, getting all mic'd up and ready to go. and can be really frustrating. Uh, in this particular case, a lot of the work was done, ready, but there was a bit of yeah, a bit of mucking around like that. So you've got to be patient. All of a sudden, you got to you got to be ready for when the you know the switch is flicked on, record button is hit, and go turn it on. And for most of the songs we did, I think the thing with song for August is we collectively wanted the song to go really well because there was some some sort of feeling about it. I remember from the old demo, and Paul remembered as well, which I'll I'll show you. I've got another demo of it. Yeah, Paul and I writing it together. And um, I think particularly I, I perhaps I, I vocally, I'd love to re-record it. And that's what I was talking to with Paul last week. Still got the masters for the album. Um, you can hear the album on Pete Pasco and Co. on Bandcamp. It's up there ready to go, but it's not on Spotify and those sorts of uh, other major streaming ones just yet, which is a shame because I think some really good stuff on the album. Anyway, uh, yeah, as a songwriter, you can get attached to They're all your babies. And, yeah, if you get attached to some of them a bit more for no apparent reason. <laughs> That's weird. Just stay, and, and you're like, I'm a painter as well, and you have these uh, paintings that you think are really good, and someone might come and go, hmm, I like this one here better. I thought, right, okay, right. <laughs> Never can tell. The words, let's jump into the lyrics for verily that is what I like to do. And given that I have a bit of music to show you a bit later on, I think maybe just, Moving on, be good. Just days away from a good friend, this loneliness could scar you. That was me, on the road, abandoned, everyone left me to it, and I now yeah, all right, hanging in there. Man, I was just hanging in there, really, looking back in my 20s, but then on the ground, stories and dreams coming to life, just coming to grips with death. What was that about? Uh, someone I knew had passed away, and it was pretty tragic, so I'm going to say about that. And... Um, Stories and dreams coming to life. Went out there searching for some truths out there in New Zealand on the road in the Van Hercules, and it's a time I don't regret. Man, it was free, and I was feeling lighter. I was floating on down the street, and I was hanging in there because I'm just a fighter, standing on my own two feet, determined. Yeah, all this to do with lions and jesters and witches sent to test you. What? Just the wild stuff that appeared to be happening. Uh, then the strongest thing I was doing was like coffee, maybe a beer, a bourbon. I wasn't even drinking actually at that particular point in time. There you go, hobbits and dreams coming to life could frighten you half to death. Right? Wild old, old world out there, but oh, it's okay. Yeah, coming back, I would say without a shadow of a doubt, there were people that helped me for sure when I needed some help, and I did. Music and art was the path that kept my wheels on. Absolutely. So I just want to take this opportunity. If you're listening in here and for whatever reason you're just feeling a bit sketchy about it all and what's going on in your life, this too shall pass. Hang in there. It'll get better. And if you're here, it means you like music and maybe art and that sort of thing, yeah? So I say to you, if you've got a passion, get into it. There is no pressure. There's no judging. You manage a quarter of an hour a week. At the same time, that's what I'd say. Try and make it the same time each week. And there's a reason for that, I think. For me, it works. Um, and, and you switch on whatever it is you're doing. So say you like pencil sketching. Yep, sketch. Do that. Okay. Say you like picking the guitar up and just playing some melodies. And they just come and go and they slip through your fingers like sand. Put a recorder on. Yeah? Just catch them and enjoy them. 
And a funny old thing happens. On the pathway of the creative path becomes a healing path. Really does. There you go. <laughs> I'm feeling lighter. Still feeling lighter. Man, it was 38 degrees today here in Melbourne. Pretty hot. Cooled down outside, but a bit hot in the studio still. Floating on down the street back in time here. Sorry. Just a fighter on my own two feet. Just, yeah, off topic there a little bit. But some are bound to say he's blown away, grown into something new. That kind of happened. I'm always going to say I'm making a niche. niche. Uh, there's a line in here, ain't life a beep when you can't cure that itch. I don't think there's anything real clever about uh, swearing in a song. I don't think it adds anything to a song. And, uh, yeah, I think I'm going to rewrite that line. Although, it's not a bad word. Not that bad. But it's there. Hey, I, I don't think it's worth a warning for the podcast, by the way. Maybe I'm wrong for that. Oop. <laughs> oh, never mind. Pretty good. 199 episodes. Um, yeah, when you can't cure that itch, whoa, what's that about? Well, um, it's just having a hankering for something and things aren't going that great and you're hanging in there. Basically what I was saying, isn't it? Yeah. And you, you do change along the way. We're, we're destined to change. It's called being human. I think, yeah, it's just the way it's always been. Yeah. Just a vehicle to take you talking about your body through life. Uh, Cynical people trying to waste your life. Well, tall poppy syndrome can happen from time to time, can't it? Why do we do that? Jealousy, hey? Just got to do your best. Pass the test. Got to listen. And I think, there you go. Good line. You got to listen. And what do you listen for? Well, I like to listen for uh, the magic in life. And I, I, I start with nature, as it's been well documented on these episodes and then I sit down at the piano now in this case when it came to the music I started on the piano but I'd honestly completely forgotten about the demo I'm going to roll in a minute which you'll hear is use the words but with a completely different chord structure and melody and um, obviously I shelved it and I'm pleased it did because it set it free for Paul and I. So here we go. Without further ado now, I'm going to roll a wee demo. Here we go. This was in Hamilton about 1994, I think it was. Incidentally, I think we wrote this song in 1994. I'm guessing Paul and I are Palmerston North New Zealand. And Paul and I are just putting the, putting the finishing touches to our sixth album together now. Isn't that cool? I think that's cool. <laughs> All right. Here we go. This is the uh, version from Hamilton, but different, check it out. I'm just just days away from my good friends This loneliness could kill you Stories and dreams come into life with you Coming to grips with death I'm feeling lighter And I'm floating down the street All to do with life <laughs> So you get the idea How different is that? I think so A good takeaway today I think it's 
Don't be afraid to rewrite songs. You think, yeah, we could have done, could have done better than that. Give it a go. I mean, there wasn't much wrong with that. There wasn't. Um, oh, right here. What? Just as we, just days away from a good friend. So here we go. This loneliness can sky Stars and dreams are coming to life. And it's coming to death, to death. I'm just a fighter. And I'm floating. <laughs> it's the funniest thing. It's been a few years since we even tried that, but. I wonder whether there's something in the phrasing, something in vocal phrasing. You know, I've touched on this before. Here's a good thing. Um, Lyrics have their own rhythm. And I wouldn't mind betting that some of these vocal phrases have turned out to be pretty similar with what we sort of finally settled on when Paul was writing the song. So now I'm going to take you forwards in time a little bit. There's still way back in time, but I think this is the same year. Come back to Palmerston North after being away, licking my wounds on the road, and um, here's what Paul and I came up with. What do you think? (laughs) Good fun. Hey, you know, I I reckon what I'm going to do is I'm going to play this whole demo that we did because I think this is a really, really good example of Paul and I working together. Um, the version you're about to hear, why not, the whole song, um, was the second, literally literally the second time we tried doing it. We sort of ran through it and it sort of came together out of thin air. And um, this is us, just with a, we had a no Walkman with a little mic on it. It was pretty cool. And we just, on the edge, just trying to, on the, flying by the seat of our pants, if you like, trying to recall what the heck we'd just done, hoping it came together, maybe Paul had written down a couple of chords, but really, it was pretty hairy, it was a pretty hairy ride, but gee, I'm pleased we caught it. Here's what we got.
So it was a little self-indulgent just letting that roll on but look ah oh, well there you go I'm pleased I did because as I say this thing is such a good example of how Paul and I write a song together and I don't know if you can imagine it but there's the two of us just looking at each other I've got the lyrics in hand and Paul's just playing his guitar blindly into the <laughs> sort of maybe having a look at the lyrics a little bit as well but really it's it's a meeting of two minds and um i reckon two artists for sure bringing to the table something and uh, what what we brought to the table i think was really pretty cool um you'll notice there's no stumbles really there's the odd thing we're working together paul's leading the way here and there i'm calling out chorus or something like that um and look at total joy would be i would say is is how it feels when you're doing that sort of thing wouldn't mind betting that that old Walkman was recording a bit faster, because, yeah, yeah, I reckon that was up here. This day is all day, day, days away from a good, because I sound a bit like, you know, <laughs> um, Pluto, my voice, it was a long time ago, but I reckon that's what it could have been, yeah? Might just find the beginning of it, and that's the first chord, just a second. Yeah, yeah. Below. So, that's what Paul did. He's just, you heard him, didn't you? Started with the guitar, looked at me, okay, how about now? Yeah. Just days away. 
from the good friends. This loneliness could scar you. Something about that bit just there. Um, kill you. Bit rough, so I put in scar you. Bit better. And also, Paul and I, just that the chord's going to change and... Um, and it's got great faith in Paul. Yeah, I mean, he could play a joke on me, right? He could go, you know, just stays away from a good friend. He could go like this. This loneliness could scar you. Yeah, <laughs> but he didn't. There's a lot of trust involved. Like Paul was ever going to do that, yeah? And then, stories and dreams coming alive. Coming at grips with death. I would say in the space of two lines, we both would have looked at each other. Well, no, I'd say we both knew we had something cool here. Yeah, uh, It's a little bit of an unusual kind of a song in a way, I think. Definitely sort of an album track, one of those slow burners. And when all, all is said and done, they're my favourite sort of songs. They really are. You know, I don't mind a single and all that sort of thing. You can, you can do in one bite and enjoy it. Another two-minute special and all the rest of it, but... I like a bit more than that. And on the song Wet, yeah, I won't play too much, but that that nice release here. Oh, I'm feeling lighter. I'm floating on down the street. Oh, I'm just a fighter. Standing on my own two feet. As I was singing that, I had an expression in my eye and... When Paul and I are writing songs at each other, we're sort of lost in our, little, in our world. We're, we're looking, you sort of look away, unfocused. Now and then you look up, expression, oh, yep. So there's this whole really cool unspoken communication going on. That feels pretty good. Uh, also, Paul and I were talking about the other day about um, how important a bridge is in a song. And I reckon... Paul came up with a great bridge. I mean, he just winged this, yeah? <laughs> it was just going with a, um, a tootle-tootling on the harmonica, which I thought was really great. And then to this. Um, there was a... A signal to me, we're going to bring it down, go somewhere. And I went... The bound to say He's blown away This bit, yeah? He's grown into something new And so the music goes, yeah... And then we're sort of carrying on, aren't we? Uh, Just the way it's always been. <laughs> it was really good fun. Pretty much nothing off in effect. Getting a lot out, and there was a lot of feeling underlying. And that really is the biggest thing in art, I reckon, in music the underlying feeling. That was a starting point. That was the key element. And it was just great to put this one together with Paul all those years ago. Good fun. I can tell you that. <laughs> just before I disappear this week, um, I'd just like to try an experiment. When I said that uh, lyrics can have their own rhythm and that sort of thing, I wouldn't mind just matching up uh, a take from the old demo that I discarded with the piano and what Paul and I did, and sort of see if there's anything in there. I just have a feeling there might be, just for fun. Here we go. I'll just have a snippet of each. Just stays away from a good friend. All right, and... Just stays away from a good friend. 
Yeah, pretty close. Okay, what about the next bit? This loneliness kill you. Loneliness could kill you. <laughs> Pretty close, isn't it? Well, I wonder if there seems to be something in that. A bit more. Stories and dreams come into life. Okay. Yeah. Stories and dreams come into life. Wow. <laughs> Pretty similar. One more bit just for the heck of it, eh? What's next? Stories and dreams coming to life. Just coming to grips with death. Just coming to grips. Yeah, so I think there is something in that. That's interesting to me. So just come into grips, yeah? Things like that. Um, words to go, people. I think we have proven, well, for me at least, for me, that's the way I read the words coming to grips with, yeah? Da 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 da. Words have rhythm, and they are, it's a strong, strong thing to introduce first into a song. There you go. Uh, can work, can work brilliantly. Just look at Mr. Elton John and Bernie Taupin, eh? And then other times you sort of have to nudge them around. And I think with words, it can be a good idea not to get too precious about it. Yeah, there's got to be that give and take. So uh, you look at the writing relationship between Paul and I. Now I'm talking about the the writing relationship you kind of have with yourself. Which elements are more important? Is it going to be the, the words or the... <laughs> and the music. Ah, it's an endless, fascinating kind of a thing to me, this songwriting, for sure. The dance, the power of words and music. All right, I hope this episode, I hope this episode's given you a little insight into the songwriting process a bit more that I, that I do, that I do with Paul. Um, got off to a wild ending there about rhythm, but hey, why not? That's all good. Never know where the podcast is going to take me. <laughs> all right, I'm going to go somewhere cooler very shortly. Still sweltering in my studio after 38 degrees. Lots of commitment putting it together, but that's okay because I love it. All right, on that note, looking forward to catching you, catching you next week. Thank you so much for tuning in. Hope you have a fantastic week. See you then. This is B. Pasco signing out. Bye-bye.